time. We sorry, know Megan. Gonna do, yeah, don't. Uh, he's not sorry. I'm sorry. Jesus. I can be sorry too. No, I am the sorry one. <laughs> when the politicians keep politicking, before you turn to excessive drinking, Sean, do you know? I just... I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I just... I don't know, man. Hello, all you crazy kids out there in pod person land. This is your host, Sean Faw. Uh... Welcome back to Politinkering. Uh, joining me, as always, is uh, Mr. Joseph Bonnier. Please clap. He's clapping for himself. I'm just adding a little Foley. Hi, guys. Yeah, you, you can't clap for yourself. That's always, that's always weird when people are like on TV shows and they clapping get introduced and they like come out clapping for themselves. Yeah. I like just, the, 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 the two-fisted both sides, that kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> the, the, like, shape, I know. the shape, the shape. Bring the that parade back. float to What shape. is that from? It's like a uh, congratulations of the mayor or something. Wow, yeah, I don't know where, <laughs> where <laughs> the origin of that the, would be. The, now the dice shake. I don't, do, yeah. I sound, do I sound like bigger? What is this? You, I sound you, weird. Do you, I sound weird? No. Everything sounds weird because of the delay thing. It's going to be like that. Okay. But uh, the the uh, the complaining person over in the corner there is Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hi guys, let me get you hear the weird thing. Oh, you're getting a clap this time. A single clap. I'm doing the I'm doing the the beauty pageant wave. Oh, the uh, oh. the articulated wrist. Here he comes, <laughs> Mr. Podcast. I don't know. I just yeah, it was really sure. bad. It's my and, improv training, guys. And joining us for the first time in the Fawcast Studios, Miss. Austin Smoke. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, too many buttons. And then from the Windy City, joining us today on Skype, we have Miss Megan Bagley. Hello, guys. <laughs> Hello. Sean, Hi, Megan. There you go. Hi. Oh. And lady. <laughs> ah, so, ladies and gentlemen, I have gathered you here today to the Fawcast Studios Half Round to okay. discuss a very important topic. Okay. What is it? What is it exactly? Uh, Wait, we, I, we don't know. Why would you ask us? I oh, yeah, I stopped talking. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, in, in my head, those words kept going. But uh, What is it exactly? <laughs> he was formulating the question about the questions. Yes. I, I don't know, uh, man. What? What do you want from me? Feminism. That's a question? That is a question. Just a question. Feminism question, question mark? mark. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what is it? Um, is it still necessary? It, was it necessary to begin with? Is it something that is changing over time? Is it what it should be now? Has it become something that it shouldn't be? Has it become the opposite of misogyny? 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 I don't know. Either way, is, <laughs> is it something that is... Um, uh, still necessary in the time and place does it need to evolve is it evolving is it what it should be what is feminism what is the idea of it does, is it just being anti-male or is it being pro-female or in this world of uh, gender spectrum does it have no place whatsoever should we be not be cheerleading for one gender or the other should we be embracing humanity as a whole or should we be you know uh, uplifting every group in individually 
Megan. Go. <laughs> Megan. <laughs> the answer is yes. No. Awesome. <laughs> Next on the agenda. Yeah, and we're good. <laughs> Megan, talk to us. <laughs> um, well, I think that uh, personally, I I was asked years ago if I was a feminist, and I really had a hard time answering that question. Um, and it's been something that's been on my mind for a while. So, you know, I've kind of taken a look at it. And um, what I can say is, yeah, I truly believe that women are equal in every way to man. And that's what we should be going for. You're wrong. However, I feel like I'm not sure what the message <laughs> of feminism is today. What what do you what do you consider it to be? What do you think it is? I mean, in other words, what why are you hesitant to call yourself a feminist? Well, I feel like um, you know it evolved in feminism um, is in a basic rights movement. Um, then we went to like the right to vote, and we went to uh, equal pay, sexual freedom. But today, I'm not really sure what the message is. Um, I feel like there's a lot of male bashing, uh, slut shaming, uh, different terms thrown around. And I'm just not sure, you know, what our message is today. What do you mean by male bashing? Uh, Male bashing in... Like as far as how it relates to feminism. Yeah, I feel like um, women are going out and saying, you know, not that we are just um, equal, but trying to prove that somehow we're better. Okay, and so uh, got it. Okay, so in <laughs> other words, instead of just simply saying that every that that genders are that the two genders are equal, or I guess they're not really two genders. Well, now. okay. <laughs> so I have a question. So legally, she's. I guess the argument she's making, and if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, is that basically we've caught up legally, but we're not caught up socially or culturally. I guess that's kind of ish. But the thing is, I'm curious about the constitutional amendment. Like we don't have that protected for gender. Like we have like race, color, and creed, or whatever. We don't have. You know, a constitutional amendment that says gender is not a basis you can, you know, judge someone on. What does feminism mean to you, Joey? Um, that's interesting. I, I guess I would say I would try to go to the dictionary definition, honestly. But I would say that uh, it's, yeah, it's fighting for the equal rights of women over time. But I do think it's changed just because the fight has changed because feminism is winning or gradually winning, which is a good thing. But um, I think it's, a, it's like it's almost like saying civil rights has changed. The fights have become... You know, less dire and less, you know, uh, less, uh, uh, what's the word, you know, drastic, but there's still fights that need to be fought and it's like a continuous thing. It's like, well, what yeah. are the, okay, so what are the fights that need to be fought? Because uh, obviously it's, it's not, it's not socially equal as it stands. No, I don't, I think so. I mean, it, there's just certain professions obviously that need to be more in, you know, more, more open to women getting a start or getting opportunity. I think that's the first step just making sure we, women have equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that is not the case currently. In certain professions, it is. Certain professions, it isn't. I think it, it kind of so depends. it isn't. That's what I'm saying. If it no, isn't, overall, if it isn't, it's not. Some, it's, not it's, it's not. It's not. No, that's why the fight is need to still need to be fought. But should it be? I mean, should there are certainly professions that are more open to women than they are to men. Like what? Um, waitressing. 
Um, Flight well, attendant. You call it waitress, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Servers. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, to, in in my. Uh, what do you mean they're more open in, to women? In my experience, the vast majority of waitstaff has been female as opposed to male. Mm-hmm. In my experience, the vast majority of customer service in general is female as opposed to male. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was. What working, about restaurant owners? Are those uh, mostly men or women? Um, I don't see them in front of their stores, but my assumption is men. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I, I, again, it's not. It's not just the food service industry. It's. A, it's a question of if that's a male. Do- I mean, there could I mean, be many what, reasons why we, a male-dominated, you know, uh, restaurant culture is hiring women oh, no, for no, their no, servers. I, yeah, could, I mean, right there could be sexist. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to take it that far. All I'm saying is that is should we be striving for true equality, or is there are there things that women are inherently better designed for and men are inherently better designed for? Should there be a division, or should we just be thinking of everything equally? I do think that it is, that there are differences that we have to sort of um, describe to. To a point. Um, But I think that at the same time, um, I think it's more about equal opportunity than it is about actual equality and making sure that there's an equal number of men and women and everything, you know. Um, I mean, certainly as a female cinematographer, there's 3% of us working. Um, (laughs) Really? That's that's the numbers? 3% 3%. That's unbelievable. 3% of uh, of cinematographers are female. Have you been on set? Okay, I didn't mean unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah. I meant, you know, in the the colloquial sense. I think that's changing very fast, though. I I, I think it is changing very quickly, but I think that there's definitely less opportunity. And I think... um, I think I've been to just as many meetings where I show up and they're like, "Oh shit, it's a girl." And there, uh, I've Austin been, can be ambiguous. Exactly. Yeah. And I've I've got I've lost just as many jobs because female producers thought I was a dude with, uh, a, yeah. with a guy's name. Um, so I think that uh, there's definitely a little bit more need for a little bit more equality in our industry. What do they say when they fire you? Like, if you've already been essentially, come, you've it's already... mostly meetings. Okay. So I'll um, I'll show up at a restaurant to meet with them to see if I'm going to get the job. And there's a distinct look on their face. And there's a difference between like, (laughs) oh, it's an Austin that's a girl. And like, holy fuck, it's a girl Mm -hmm. that just showed up to our meeting to be our cinematographer. And that's when I know, okay, well, this is useless. I might as well just get my free drink and leave. Why why do they do that? I don't get it. Um, You know, I don't know. I think that it's – I think just expectation. Expectation. I think that that yeah, exactly. And I don't think that it's necessarily they're misogynists. I mm-hmm. think that they expect this person in their head, an Austin cinematographer, and Stone Cold that's Steve not Austin. what shows <laughs> up exactly. You know. Well, how isn't it a little bit misogynist though? Well, it's a little Have bit they, misogynist yeah, I mean, certainly, but I don't think that it's. But when three percent overtly. <laughs> Sure. Um, you know, maliciously misogynist. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. When 3% of cinematographers are female, it's kind of safe to assume that if you're hiring Austin Smoke to be your cinematographer, that, that it's going to show up to him. That it's going to show up. I mean, are, if you're just playing the odds. Are women just as good cinematographers as men? I think Hell they're. No. I think they're different. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Um, I think they're different. I think that, uh, especially in our profession as storytellers, I think one of our jobs is to sort of reflect society, um, and I think that we do that whether we want to or not. And I think that opening up. Um, the profession to everybody so that everybody can tell part of the story is an important part of that reflection. Because mm-hmm. I think that that reflection holds up a mirror to society so that hopefully we create positive change. Well, I guess in that case, are there, you know, the, the cinematographer is a good reflection of the of the, the core of the story, right? Are there male stories and female stories or are all stories gender neutral? 
I think that there are male stories and female stories, but I think for the most part, what we're trying to do is tell human stories. And I think that that's a nice thing about storytelling is it creates empathy for other people's place, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that when, especially when you've got, you know, when I, I was in a psychology class in college and I was told that, um, that the reason that all uh, films have male white guys as the protagonist is because male white guys have never been made to um, sort of connect on that level with a hero that's not a male white guy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that kind of sells male white guys a little short, uh, in my opinion. But then, or you culture. know. Exactly. Um, and so, and then recently, you know, we've got all these television shows with more diverse casts and everything like that. And it's totally proven that wrong. Yeah. So I think it's just about getting more people out there. Mm -hmm. I would agree. Do you consider yourself a feminist? Um, I think it depends on the definition of feminism. What is so your definition? My definition is uh, wanting equal rights and opportunity for males and females. Um, and that, absolutely, I consider so, myself a feminist. What, what does equal opportunity look like? What, what has to change to get rid of that, that uh, stigma that exists that females don't have the same opportunities that males do? I think part of it is just— As three white males, how can we change the system? Sort of changing our thought process, right? And I don't think that we're necessarily talking about people in this room. I think we're talking about uh, people who just aren't exposed to other people really, you know, that think that, that there is just as much opportunity for people to, uh, for women in certain professions as there are men. Um, and I think it's just sort of making that known that it's really not. What are some jobs that are really hard for women to get? Um, I would say that engineering, because I think that there's a stigma. My mom's a female engineer. I think there's a stigma that men are more analytical than women. Mm. And I don't think that's true. I think it comes down to like sort of how we raise our children. Like I as a society, not yeah, just us. Ex exactly. exactly. Women exactly. used to be computers. <laughs> exactly. Literally. So, yeah. Very much I think so. we talked so, about this yeah, on, we have on one of the podcasts where <laughs> yeah. where you know, once they introduced home economics was the was the science for women where yeah. they used to you know, it used to be fifty fifty in, yeah. in yeah. sciences and math is. Yeah. Math yeah. math is math. I remember the first time I tried to say words. <laughs> math. Math is what were you saying before? I'm sorry. Um yeah, so uh, I don't know what I was saying before. <laughs> well, we were talking about the equal opportunity, if there were opportunities. But go ahead, yeah. I was, I was just going to say, let me, let me ask Megan, uh, what yeah. has been your experience in the workforce? Have you seen a drastic difference between what you perceive to be your opportunities as a female versus your male counterparts with, you know, the same experience and the same sort of drive that you, you think you possess? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I spent 10 years in corporate America. Uh, I worked up my way up through management and got into like corporate sales. Uh, I was almost always the only female in the room. Um, and I think the point uh, that was being made was uh, sometimes females take a different approach to the same problem. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that makes men uncomfortable um, because they're they're used to their way of thinking, um, their way of approaching a problem. Um, whereas sometimes females can, I think, take things in a different direction, maybe come to the same conclusion or pretty close to it. Um, but uh, it, it's just viewed a little bit differently. Do you think there was anything specific that made you the only female in those rooms? Um, I, I guess I'm pretty like motivated and aggressive. <laughs> um, so, you know, that, that definitely helps. Uh, if you are not 
aggressive or make your your statement known, you will be washed uh, under the table. <laughs> you'll just be forget forgot about, or you'll be looked at as the person that can go get the coffee, you know, the coffee for the group. Um, so you do have to almost um, put yourself out there that much more. To, to be recognized. I, I heard on Michael Moore's recent documentary, he was mm. talking about women in uh, in the office and he was saying like one woman is- Is that the where should we invade next? Yeah, exactly. He was saying like basically, or another woman was saying this on, he was interviewing, she was, she was saying that um, one woman is a token, two is a conversation and three is like a perspective. So like one and two aren't quite enough. But when you have three women in the boardroom, then you start getting the actual- perspective of the woman, which is obviously great. And I, I think- Representation. Like, representation is a better word well. for it, yeah. Um, and I like to view this as a historian because obviously I like you know I'm a history nerd, um, and the word history has always kind of bugged me too. <laughs> his story, like, yeah. So it's always my like history. But I guess, and this is kind of my thesis that I've always been saying, and kind of Michael Moore actually kind of took it from me. I'm pissed at it, but it's that <laughs> basically men have fucked up the world. Honestly, uh, men have been in charge for so long, and that we have to try something different. So I think that exactly what Megan said is that women have kind of this fresh new take on things, and we're just threatened by it. But to me, I I find it extremely refreshing, and I think. More women in politics, more women in every position of power is obviously, to me, a good thing in many ways. But honestly, the fact that they just approach problems in a different way is so much, so refreshing in so many ways. It's probably going to solve shitload of our problems. Well, there's two things there. I mean, the, the first part is is not the first element of what you said, a male bashing element that we were talking about earlier. Probably. Men have fucked up the world. Kind I don't, of I don't have a problem <laughs> male bashing. <laughs> because it's, that, that's, I'm taking the facts. The world is fucked up. Who's been in charge? Men. That's a pretty simple equation in my mind. I mean, okay. Um, the world has. I mean, obviously, it's been changing since. Look, like, I don't disagree with you. It's better this, now this, than it's ever been. No, I <laughs> certainly, yeah, I mean, it is, and that's because uh, the century of feminism, in many ways, this feminism didn't start until I don't know, nineteen hundred or whatever, eighteen eighties or so. You know what I mean? It was, not, it wasn't even a word. You know, mm -hmm. so I, I think we're seeing the benefits of it now in all the modern democracies and all stuff like that. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, an example that he gave was in was in um, Iceland, I think. Where all the banks crashed, except for the mm. one bank that didn't crash that <laughs> right, was controlled right, by exactly, women. Yeah. I, I thought it was genius. I mean, it was just an interesting way. Why didn't it crash? I don't know. The they were specifics. conservative investors. Yeah, they just weren't so as aggressive, I they, think. Or, the quote from the movie was specifically, they did not invest in anything they didn't understand. Right. So, I mean, and that was just a different mentality than- um, Risk takers. The, exactly, men, yeah. Men tend to be more risk takers, that, I that guess. Was, was the, that was the point of the-, the thesis of, yeah, the, the, of the that section. section of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you that, guys agree with that? But that makes sense. If you ever seen like a movie like, you know, Wolf of Wall Street or Boiler Room or whatever, like they're all trying to like out mail each other. Like, you know, it's a big chauvinistic dick yeah. measuring contest. Dick measuring. There you go. Perfect. Is there not a <laughs> female equivalent? I feel like there is a lot of um, competition. Yeah. Clip measuring. I don't know what we're going to call it. But yeah, the, there's, there's, I mean, they're stepping back from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone quits the show. God damn it. Um, so, but I mean, is, isn't there a, a strong female competition just as much as there is male, just in a different way? God, ladies. I, Destroy I, him. I, yeah. I think that Tell there, me I'm wrong. I think that there fine. tends to be a little bit of um, uh, there can only be one of us at the top a that's... little bit sometimes. Um, and I think that that's one of the things that we as a society sort of need to let go of. And that's on our side, you mm. know. Um, I think that that's becoming less and less, though. I think that people are more trying to help each other out a little bit. Um, but um, I think that, yeah, there is something like that. I do think, though, to your point, that um, – Women are less likely to um, to 
to go head first into something if they don't know all the facts. If they don't really think that they can 100% do that job, they're less likely to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> um, whereas men are like, I don't really know what the fuck's going on, but they're offering me this job. So We're bullshitters. So a, a little bit more just because – and I think that that's another societal thing where um, – that's a learned behavior, though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I think that guys have a different sort of confidence in themselves in that way. I, I agree. Of course. I think a lot of that is 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 lied, is phony. I think a lot of— Yeah, no of, one knows what the fuck they're yeah, doing. Yeah, we don't, no one knows what we're talking about. <laughs> but I think guys have kind of forced themselves to pretend they're confident, even if they're not, because we think confidence is the answer to everything. Well, guys also yeah. boast each other. I guess that's, that's one of the elements, too, that I want to talk about as far as, like, the male shaming. Like, guys— pat each other on the back so fucking much anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really have a problem with- High five, bro. Yeah, bro. (laughs) Fuck that. Get the fuck out of here with that. I hate fucking high five in this bullshit. Pound it. Pound it. (laughs) No, dude, that's the thing. Like, guys, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily a male bashing, but like, you know, a, 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 a striving for equality doesn't necessarily have to mean that like you're taking men down a peg. Yeah. But I also don't mind if that is the case in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, what? What? yes. Yeah, God. I, well, no. I just have a huge issue with that specifically. I don't think you need to bring others down in order to lift things up. No, I didn't um, say you need to. I just said if that's a byproduct of what's happening, right? And I don't and think you that's acceptable. Pat, pat, I, I think that's as equally bigoted as it is from the other side. Okay. Uh, this is you know the fundamental problem I have with Israel as much as Joey's going to yell at me about this. But, you know, when you are in that position of power, when you have the upper hand, you are, it's incumbent upon you to uh, bestow those same sort of philosophies on the people that you control. And so whoever is in control should be striving for equality. That's really all that you can try to do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're going to um, try and lift one by bringing the other down, all you're really doing is lowering the bar for everyone. If we're, if we're trying to – if ultimately we all want to have a good life and we want to have equality in that good life, if we bring – you know, if, if we're just keeping it as a male-female dichotomy, we bring the males down, then yes, we'll achieve equality. But that's not what we're looking for. I wasn't for, suggesting ultimately. that we actively bring males down. <laughs> I'm saying the fact that we, we don't need to worry about men not feeling as important as they currently do. That's the difference. I'm not suggesting that we bring men down. Mm-hmm. I'm just simply saying that like, you know, I, and we're, we don't have to male bash. I don't think I'm male bashing right now. I'm I just saying that like, you know, we, we don't have to worry about guys, guys, you know, ego being stroked in the sense of women, women equality being a part of that. Yeah. I don't think the guy, I don't think guys should, I don't think men at all should play a fucking equation in, in feminism. I, well, do, I, I, I do think, too, that it's important that as feminists, we <laughs> don't ask for special rights versus equal rights. Mm. And I think that that's a big issue. I had two um, different producers call me about six months ago. Um, both were female producers. They were both trying to sort of get more women in the industry. So they called me in to DP these two things. Um, one of them was like, hey, if you have some girls that you'd like on your crew that you've been wanting to try out, this is the perfect time to do it. We're trying to get as many women on the crew as possible. I was like, okay, great. I got that job, brought in some people that I've been mentoring. It was great. The other one called me and said, um, we'd like an all-female crew. So we need you to hire all females, no males on the crew. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. 
And I said, mm, no, that's <laughs> that not the weird. way it works. And yeah. that's the lowering of the bar, yeah. right? I don't know um, many female grips and electricians. I just yeah. don't. And I'm not going to call in people that I don't know that I might not work with as well uh, just because they have two X chromosomes. I'm not going <laughs> to do it. Um, I lost that job. Um, so wow. I but you think, held on to your integrity. <laughs> I, think, I think that that's the important place is where, that we are striving for equality, but we don't lower the bar for anybody. You know, You have to be able to do the job. Megan, what what do you what do you think is the element of male bashing that corresponds to feminism? Um, Sorry to throw it to you. So, <laughs> so that's not like a pretty large uh, statement. <laughs> I know. Sorry. He does that. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's his thing. Um, I just think that. Um, yeah, I I think that even if we're we're not like physically saying sometimes that, you know, it's, it's all men's problems that are causing everything going on. Like sometimes I feel like, well, like uh, subliminally we are, we are, are, are saying that. That that plays um, into it in a sense. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think that's fair. I think that's true. Don't you? I mean, that ultimately that in a weird way of, of calling yourself a feminist, a lot of people have the connotation where all of a sudden, oh, so yeah. you, you hate men. Yeah. yeah. And, and and kind of to play off the point about the all female groups, I mean, I too, uh, again, in corporate America, I was brought into a female leadership group and it was just females led by females. And I, I did it, but I, I was like, well, why can't I just be in a great leadership group? Why do I have to be in a separate female <laughs> leadership group? Right. Oh, she's yeah. a girl boss. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's a girl magician. Oh, she's a girl and, cinematographer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I feel like part of the success that you need in um, any position it's almost like you need to learn how to speak male in, in that setting. Um, so why separate ourselves more? Mm. We need to be, you know, making sure that we're learning, you know, kind of how to get our point across to men um, in that setting. So I just don't really get why separating ourselves in that situation <laughs> makes sense. What is speaking male? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think um Sports, you know, yo. be, yeah. uh like being in, in a corporate meeting in a corporate setting, I think that as a woman, you have to learn how to address men in a way that they're going to respond to you. Um Can you give us again, yeah, what is it that you learned or what did you change about the way that you interact with people when it was in that situation? Um I think Inherently, um, I would be like a little bit more um, shy or sitting or listening to a conversation more before I would interject in, um, where then very easily men can just take over the whole conversation and you're just sitting at the table watching everything that's going on. So um, a lot of times you'll just have to learn to... Uh, communicate like a man a little bit to get your point across so that you're not overlooked. So it's weird. Cause a lot of times what happens is like, uh, if you if you 
pay too much attention to the woman it's seen as <laughs> pandering. And if you don't pay enough attention to the woman it's seen as dismissive, right? So what are is there a happy medium? Is there no medium at all? Is there simply is it just treat everyone as a human? How how do we how how does everyone get around that? Problem? Stopwatch. A stopwatch. <laughs> it's mathematically you everyone just everyone gets yeah. equal time. Everyone gets equal time no matter yeah. what. That's this, not an unfair <laughs> state, Mr. Libertarian. We'll we'll go back to the 80s. <laughs> we do like a chessboard thing yes. where yeah. you, like, you <laughs> clap it down. You yeah. have your time. Why, totally. is seen, why is it seen as yeah. pandering? Let's put it that way. Is it is it just pandering to like ask the woman? Well, um, we, we talked about this in a whole episode. Women. We had a whole episode about this where mm-hmm. we are gonna have, we were talking about having women guests on our oh, show. I remember. Is it rude to just ask them questions about being a woman? You know, obviously, just is the operative word there. Yes, exactly. Is it wrong? We've only brought in. <laughs> Let's talk about other stuff. <laughs> is it wrong to what? Well, no. Is it wrong that we've only brought in female guests to talk about feminism? We're like, three guys. Well, yeah, but we have. We already have the majority. It's the exact same issue I was just talking about, where it's like we don't need any fucking more help on the guy end. We got it. Oh no, no. <laughs> we already are being the fucking. No, know. no. I was just remaking the same point I made before. Is oh, that, in that we we haven't had female guests on in general for other random topics, but now all of a sudden. Since since we're talking about feminism, it was incumbent upon us to bring in females. Is it, Does that make it less genuine? Ladies, tell me. <laughs> well, next time, just to invite us in for another conversation. <laughs> exactly. There it is. Who are you voting That's for, Megan? <laughs> That's rude. What? I want to see. She, I, I kind of want to see who she's voting for. <laughs> who am I voting for? Yeah. Oh, uh, at this point, I really am unsure. <laughs> Okay. Because of the choices that are out there. Trump, 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 Trump. You're not a Trump supporter, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about Trump? Do you think Trump is is sexist? And what do we mean by sexist, by the way? Oh, te- what what man, is sexist? You know what? I think that uh, sometimes he can, he can come off that way, but a lot of times I see uh, the quotes that they're putting up there. It is taken out, so out of context mm-hmm. that um, – I think context does play play a role in it, you know. They, I, I see that they're bringing up, um, you know, oh, he said, you know, women without breasts can't be a, a 10. Well, he was saying that in a context of a different conversation in a... Uh, like a beauty, con- yeah, a beauty yeah. pageant context? Yeah, well, actually, he was on Howard Stern, and it was like... They're taking a lot of stuff because he was uh, a guest a lot on Howard Stern, and mm. they would just be having conversations, and not as a politician, but just as Locker you know, rooms, somebody yeah, who's yeah. A, a celebrity figure and having fun conversation. And then they're saying, oh, this is how he feels about women. Uh, so, I mean, I can kind of see through a little bit of that does he say things uh sometimes that i disagree with yes <laughs> he seems to have a, a more fervent you know he, he gets angrier when women try to take him down a peg yeah. though than men no yeah i feel like um i feel like anytime that you're reducing women to uh their looks alone whether it's <laughs> out of context or not i kind yeah. of feel like that's sexist Sexist. okay the simple fact Look, that he runs a beauty pageant and is... i mean uh, the transcripts of his, one of his uh one of his divorces say that he basically uh, raped one of his wives. I mean, I think we can pretty much say he's sexist. (laughs) (laughs) Is rape... Okay, this is a very strange way to phrase this question. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to say this In what way is rape sexist? I think that it's... uh, Calling somebody less than human—it's an aggressive. Boom. Got it. You're okay. not uh, assumption of dominance. There's no, there's no respect there, yeah. right? Um, yeah, it's an assumption of dominance. 
Precisely. Okay, cool. I just wanted to, that's, that's kind of what was going in my head. I just wanted to, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to hear it said to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what is sexist? What, what are some other kind of like indications of things that are sexist? Can words be are sexist? The things that you, are the things that you guys cringe at? I, I want to go to the PC conversation if we can. Like, cause I'm curious about how you guys feel about words like maybe actress or comedian or Ugh. waitress you know, flight attendant kind of stuff. Stewardess. Stewardess. Yeah. Okay, cloud my perfectly clear question. <laughs> thing. What you, That's what Joey what does. This is what I do. I take I take what? your very broad question. What? I narrow it down to it exactly what I want to talk about right now. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. How do you guys feel about? How does everyone feel about? To not make it sexist, the, the, the terms waitress, waiter, actor, actress. Austin. I don't know. I I mean, I don't take a whole lot of offense to it. Um, I can sort of understand why just, you know, uh, having differences uh, definitely makes, creates that social idea that there's a difference and less equality, sure. Should there be a term for you? Should people be aware that you Snowflake. are a, well, I, I was thinking a, a uh, director of photographess? Or well, I, like, I, like I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. I think that we spend a lot of time talking about the words and whether yeah. they're PC or not and not talking about the actual, like, thought process and, you know, how to actually change things. Oh, kind of what I wanted to talk about, but no. <laughs> So, so I think, like, for instance, my mom hates it when I call myself a cameraman, but yeah. that's what we're called. Yeah, we're yeah. cameramen, you know? Mm. Um, and I understand I should probably say I'm a camera woman, um, but it's that extra Too many syllable. Yeah. Just, How about uh, person? Does the camera person bother you? Syllables. Camera person, yeah, it's okay. I think that it's just in my head. I've always heard cameraman. Oh, yeah, I'm a cameraman. Yeah. Um, Does your I, mom consider herself a woman engineer or an engineer? That's, that's actually really interesting. My mom said something to me one time when I was about 16. She said, she was not going to one of these uh, female leadership things. Uh, she had been, and she had given a speech, and she was like, yeah, I'm just not interested. And I said, well, why is that? And she said, well, I want to be an engineer, not a female engineer. Okay. And so that's sort of my mom's idea on it. But she does hate when I say cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> what would she prefer you say? Um, camera person, I guess. Okay. Or mm. I'll, I'll, you know, placate her with cinematographer, yeah. which people don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. So. I prefer the term cinematographer too. Would you prefer director of photography or cinematographer? Cinematographer. I think Interesting. That, okay. I think that cinematography is uh, anybody behind the camera that's an artist. So that could be a camera operator. Okay. Um, I think that director of photography is the the man or woman in charge of the whole shebang. Right. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Uh, Megan, how do you feel about some of those different phrases, actor, actress? Do you think women actresses should be called just actors or is the term actress okay? I don't care. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't bother me uh, one bit. I don't know. I, I, don't, I think. Well, if we are going for true equality, I mean, if we're talking about like the Oscars, wouldn't true equality be the best actor, not, you know, male actor, but the best person that acts? Oh, that's interesting. Wouldn't there be one category for the best person that acted in a movie? Is is that not true equality? Or do we, like you were saying before with the the subdivision of, you know, the, the female management groups, if we keep holding them to a separate standard, is that not in and of itself sexist and misogynist? You're going to screw up all the fashion magazines now, though. Oh, don't get me started on fashion. <laughs> now I have to. <laughs> what do you mean, don't get you started on fashion? Uh, perpetuating capitalism. and. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to get you started <laughs> yeah. on that Money, no. dude. Money. <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah. Should there just be one category for actors and actresses? For acting. Yeah, I do feel like the more that we 
create this us versus them sort of idea where it's like separate people. Um, I do think that it it does uh, not do service to our point, you know, of equality. So I think that that is something that we could be heading towards, you know, there's just a best actor category. Um, is that a good thing? Um, I don't know that it's necessarily good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a step toward equality. Is that or is it a step toward I don't, a, I don't, I don't a know larger perceived equality? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a step towards a larger perceived equality. Yeah, I don't know that it's actual equality. Yeah, it feels more like lip service than anything. Yeah. It feels like, I mean, to me, like the, the biggest problem with uh, PC in general is the idea that, you know, the people that are the most PC are the people that are usually watching their words because they're the most atrocious people. So they're, you know, they're using these PC words to try and convince you that they're a good person, but they are the ones that are going to be the most aware of what the proper preferred nomenclature is. Yeah, Hmm. and I think that that's one thing we have to get away from as a society is like worrying about what words we're using instead of actually tackling the issues. So let's talk about the issues. Yeah. So (laughs) so what are some sexist kind of issues in general? Fair enough. Sexist, (laughs) say again. What are some issues that, not so much sexist that are, or issues that are sexist, but I I forgot how I phrased it before. What is sexism? (laughs) Yeah, basically. What is sexism? What are some things that 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 make you take a step back and you you say that that? that well, how about this? Yeah. What is a sexist, sexist experience you've had? Yeah, yeah perfect. That's a good way to explain. Why are we can not? Can you think of a yet. recent one or one that stands out? I've been super lucky to not have had very many uh, sexist experiences, um, and I've had a lot of people work for me, and I've worked for a lot of people who um, had a lot more experience than me that were male and stuff like that. Um, I come from a very. Uh, uh, sort of female equality sort of a family. So I haven't had a whole lot, but I did have one uh, where, um, should I say this? <laughs> uh, this where is a safe space. I was teaching a class uh, or, or I was um, helping teach a class. And uh, it was a group of all guys and there was just too much testosterone in the room. <laughs> and I've taught plenty of classes with all guys, uh, but this one, uh, just for some reason, they got it in their head that I didn't know what I was talking about. And everything that I said made them just mm. kind of ignore me. And there was a male teacher in the room, and so they would defer to him, and that was fine. Um, and then at one point, it kind of came to a head. Um, and so that was definitely um, not so great, but it was just them sort of ignoring my idea. They're, they're them ignoring my ideas like I would say, oh, you can't do that because of this. And they would sort of just keep doing that. <laughs> um, but that was really the only time that I've ever had that experience. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just not showing equal respect or thinking that I don't know what I'm talking about because. Just because you're a woman. Because I'm a woman. But I've had very few uh, encounters with that, I guess. Megan, mm-hmm. what about you? Um, I guess one thing that kind of sticks out in my mind is, uh, there was a position open and I was thinking about going for it. And, um, I had just learned that I was pregnant and I was pretty much just told not to go for it because I was pregnant, which is totally illegal, (laughs) (laughs) but it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of that stuff is like, it, people say, oh, well, it's illegal to do that, but it happens, you know, um, and the same token I, I hired end up, uh, on two separate occasions. Um, I hired two girls, each one of them, I didn't know they were pregnant at the time. And I'm glad I didn't know 
because they ended up being great employees in the long run. Um, but after I had hired the second one and found out that she was pregnant after she uh, got in, uh, I was kind of pulled into the room like, what are you doing? Like, why are you hiring pregnant women? Hmm. Wow. Well, interesting, just the way that you phrased that. Um, you said that you you weren't sure. Like, I don't know. I got the impression that you you might not have hired them had you known that they were pregnant. It, I'm glad I didn't know because, yeah, the, the it, it crosses, it, you know, things cross your mind. You're like, oh, man, I'm going to hire this person and then they're going to be out. I'm hiring them for this particular position that I need filled. Um, was this... They, was this before or after you had experienced that yourself? Before. Okay. So you were already, so basically when you were told to not go for a job, you had already kind you were kind of already on board with that thinking. Is that? Well, I mean, uh, I, uh, I wouldn't want to discriminate against somebody because sure. they're pregnant, but you, you, you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad. Logistically, I it makes him. sense. Certainly. Didn't know because in the back of your mind, you might say, oh, well, they're, they're going to be out for a certain period of time. If, if you did know, would it have affected your decision? I hope not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. But, you, you know, sometimes in the back of your head, you're like you said, you, you, you weigh out different situations. And I'm glad that that didn't come into my head that I had to weigh that different um, position because, um, like I said, both of them ended up being like two top employees that I hired. And yes, they went out on maternity leave, but they came back and they were great. Is the idea of maternity leave itself sexist or no? <laughs> well, they have paternity I leave. I think now. to yeah. a point. Yeah. I, th I mean, I think that we need to start going more towards the paternity leave. I mean, all of the Northern European countries have it. Um, a, lot of, a lot of companies do allow um, some sort of, of leave. Um, but I, I believe that the maternity leave that we're offered isn't, isn't sufficient. For sure. And again, this is actually a great point in the Michael Moore documentary. So yeah. Another stupid it, shout out, but they do talk about this because they compare the European countries and they get like five months. Yeah. In paternity an and women and maternity. And it's mostly unpaid in America, though. Yeah, exactly. In, yeah. in other countries, it is actually a, a paid leave. And yeah. it's forced. It's, 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 well, you can leave and come back, but we're not paying Exactly. You. Yeah. Yeah. Your, right. your job is secure and this, we'll, we will fill it temporarily and give it back to you. So but. Megan brings up a point that actually I've heard a lot from a lot of women is that like maybe they will get jobs, but they won't be promoted. And that's, mm -hmm. that seems like that's more of the discriminatory policies. So I guess, uh, have you guys, is that the deal? Is it just promotion is more of the problem than actually getting the jobs? Is that fair to yeah, say? Yeah, getting, getting promoted um, is difficult because... Um, we, I think women do have to juggle more. Um, if you have a family, there's just more things to juggle and that is taken into consideration whether it is, um, people are thinking that or not, that it's taken into consideration. So, um, not only that, I think some women don't want the extra responsibility. So I think there's less women that actually go for the promotion hmm. in general. So I think it's a little bit of both. I guess just from my uh, my standard misogynistic standpoint, is that not then justified? If um, you know, if we have, if we, you know, we take the this sort of income inequality, this this idea that women are paid what is it, seventy two percent of what males are paid, but then when you actually break those numbers out and compare them to, um, you know, equal jobs with equal experience, those numbers are diminished to about three percent. So is is it not fair to 
to be taking into consideration that a a female does have usually those those sort of um, things that are are going to be distracting them from the job that you're hiring them to do. You know, if I'm if I'm looking at a position, you know, in my own experience, I've done jobs that were uh, very heavily uh, female staffed. Um, I've worked in call centers, which is you know probably eighty to ninety percent female. I was definitely a minority, but there is this sort of uh, feeling that, you know, um, a lot of the, the women had much more time off for many other reasons than the males do. And so that is a big portion of why they're not getting paid. Women often take on the responsibility of children. They take on the responsibility of caring for parents for, you know, all sorts of family needs. You know, when there's a problem at school, it's often the 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 woman, the, the, the mother that will go and attend to those problems rather than the husband. So is that not something that me as a business owner, if I'm a small business owner, and I'm hiring five people to work for me, should I not be considering the fact that if I hire this female, she's only actually going to be able to be in the buildings for 70% of the time versus the male that's able, that is more likely to be in the building a, a higher percentage of time? I think the problem is assuming that ahead of the fact yeah. that a woman Well, statistically, be there that, that bears out, certainly. I mean, statistically, uh, almost across the board, females are the ones that Where are, are you getting those figures? That's uh, Freakonomics. Um Okay, that's it, also. I feel like what what does it matter what what, what that, they do in their yeah. free time? How are you as a business? No, no. You, the you, the idea is that there is a an inherent distraction that uh, that females are more incumbent upon than males. Females often have a inherent a, distraction that females are more incumbent upon than males. Yes, the, I don't understand what you mean by that. Uh, the idea that females are are more likely to devote themselves to the family than a male is. Um, in general, the female is more likely to be the caretaker when problems happen. In general, the female is more likely to be uh, babysitting. In general, it is more likely mm -hmm. that the female is going to be taking care of their parents. You know, there is a, a lot more reasons that uh, that women in general leave work during the working day than there are than there are for the male in, in general. I think that's a common idea in the States, and I think mm -hmm. that that's one of the things we need to sort of get away from. Okay. Um, because, uh, like, for instance, my parents both worked full-time. My dad was the one that fixed us our lunches because mm -hmm. he was on uh, – he owned his own business, so he could be there. They both cooked dinner. They both did equal amounts of nurturing and homework and all of that. Um, and uh, my brother was a stay-at-home dad. My yeah. sister was a stay-at-home mom for a while. Um, I think that the – the idea that it has to be the woman being the caretaker is something we could get away from. Mm -hmm. And I think that if the woman is doing the same job, um, then she should be getting paid equally. And I think that that's the issue. And I don't know exactly the statistics on how it breaks out. I do agree that if um, I'm in a job and I leave for six months to take care of my newborn baby and I come back and the person that was uh, had did have equal pay to me is now promoted, mm -hmm. I can't be angry about that. I wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but I think that part of the issue is, is that we've got people doing the same job that are getting paid less. For instance, um, this is... Of course, going back to the film industry, uh, David Duchovny and uh, and Gillian uh, Anderson yeah. just recently, right? They wanted to pay her less uh, for the new X Files, even though Duchovny is sort of fallen off the map. I mean, he had Californication, but like she's been everywhere. I mean, mm -hmm. she's in the Fall. She's a major draw. She was in Hannibal. Mm. Um, she's a huge draw for people, and they wanted to pay her less. Um, that doesn't make any sense to me. They're both there an equal amount of time. Yeah, and that, I mean, I, I 
I hate, or I, I guess I hesitate to use Hollywood as the standard for those things. Yeah. Um, that is a, a very specific and truly misogynistic, racist, homophobic, like yeah. every ism yeah. that exists, exists yeah. in Hollywood yeah. structure. Mm-hmm. So I, I do take issue with that specific example. Right. But yeah, I, in, in, see, in, if you, um, this has been talked to, you know, like I said, Freakonomics, there's a few uh, uh, stuff you should know. There's a few places that have discussed this at length. And by and large, it seems that based on the numbers, if you actually drill down, there really isn't that much difference between pay for male and females when you look at the uh, issue by issue th- basis. With you know the the percentage that they talk about, that 73% right, or yeah, whatever, that, that, that is literally all of the money that full-time working females make versus all of the money that full-time working males make. That doesn't take into account the amount of time that they take off that doesn't take into account the amount of education they have that doesn't take into account anything other than the final total and average of the amount of money that females make versus males make and there's a lot of information that goes into deciphering those things that is is overlooked when we are talking about that when you when you take out all of those variables it is a very minuscule amount now i I, you know that's bad too you know we should there shouldn't be that three percent still but I don't think it's anywhere near as bad. I mean, let's just dig into what actually the 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 number represents, right? Mm-hmm. Do, do we feel like it is more equal? It is an equal society currently between men and women, because that ultimately is what feminism is is striving to do, right? Yeah, a, 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 an equal an equal society for men and women, or all genders for that matter, including transgender yeah. people. So do we feel like it's this, do we feel like it's it's equal across the board? It's getting it's getting there. It, yeah, it's better. Well, <laughs> so Megan, no, you then. can okay. certainly speak to this. I mean, you were in a uh, a position of we'll say um, uh, inverted uh, heteronormative relationship, um, whereas you were the primary breadwinner for quite some time, and yep. your your husband was a, a stay at home husband. And do do you think that you or he was looked at differently based on your gender and respective of those roles well i think um you know people uh would assume yes that i would have to take off more time um to deal with things at home etc um even though my husband was at home taking care of those things um I don't think anybody really looked down upon him, but you'd have to ask him about that. He's about, too tall for that, but yeah. of how, uh, how he felt about about that. Um, I could because I certainly didn't. You can woman explain. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are, okay, so, so there's a couple little interesting sort of elements as far as PC and sexism, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, we have like paying for drinks, pulling the chair, you know, holding door open mm-hmm. for ladies, pulling chairs out, chivalry in short. It sure. ain't dead. Yeah, I mean, how, how do we feel about that? How do we feel about chivalry? <laughs> I like it. I, that's I, nice. I think it's nice. <laughs> I do. I think it's nice, too. Yeah, I. Uh, this is a difficult one because I'm from the South. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, so Where we, in the South? Uh, South Carolina. Okay. So, so we still, you know, have the rule where the guy has to walk on the street side of the sidewalk and oh, everything. Yeah. Um, is that so he gets hit by the car? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's actually it's so, more so the water. So he yeah, gets hit splash. by the puddle. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, oh, I, yeah, I know all this. My mom was from the South. I mean, we had to take manners classes in the whole bit, you know. But I think that in the end, it comes down to respect. Finishing school, they call I, that. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, is that cotillion? Is that cotillion. What the, yeah. yeah. Cotillion. 
I took many a cotillion class. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's nice from, but I think it's nice from the perspective of I'm going to hold the door for anybody and yeah. I'm not going to get pissed if somebody's going to hold the door for me. Um, like I've seen women yell oh, yeah. at men for holding the door for them. Really? As if it's some sort of wow. like, and I'm like, what is your problem? I, it's okay. Is it demeaning though? Or can it be demeaning? Uh, like in that in that particular situation, can you remember exactly some of the circumstances that went into it? I, you know, I think that it was uh, just somebody that was having a bad day. Quite honestly, the woman, you mean? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's not like the guy was like after you tits. No, okay. no, nothing like that. I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I guess it it could be demeaning if, but I don't think that for the most part, if you're holding the door or pulling a chair out for somebody, that you're I think trying to demean them. That's nice. What about um, ordering for your for your lady? The lady will have the, cla- the, the clams yeah, casino. I'm not, so I'm not so much about that. That sounds a little weird. Yeah, that sounds weird. I, I've never done that. Well, let me, let me ask uh, the ladies. Um, the term sexist. Yeah, certainly. Um, well, like my opinion doesn't matter, Sean. Yeah, the the, the double X chromosome. Oh, I see. The uh, yeah. All right, people. <laughs> yeah. How do, how do people feel about the term, ma'am? Don't ask me. I'm a guy. Ask the girls. You know, God. <laughs> I I think ma'am is, is more that you know that as a woman is just old. Yeah, exactly. It's, it has like a, like an older connotation. Yeah, you're calling me an old lady. Uh, that's, being, what's wrong with being, being an old being lady? From, though, being the from the South, I, yeah. I have to say, I think that ma'am and sir are both just terms of respect, but I see how it has an uh, old connotation. Yeah. They, do they use ma'am in the military? For, for women in the military? They do. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, you know, it comes back to like, uh, to go really nerdy, uh, like Battlestar Galactica, mm, where it was everybody sir, sir yeah. you know? And it's like, well, well that was history, I, though. I can kind of see getting away, <laughs> that's true. Uh, I can kind of see getting away from ma'am as long as there's some sort of respectful Respect. term yeah you know? yeah i mean quite honestly to me uh it's like i i've always been kind of a, a sir and ma'am sort of person but in california like you you can't call people ma'am oh yeah it is uh, it's something that is offensive to most people yeah. and it's gotten to the point where like i really don't know how to address a woman other than using their name specifically yeah there, there is safe. Well, but when you don't they, know that, someone, that, that's what they're called, uh, right? But I, first off, I don't use anyone's fucking name. Okay. So I, you know, in general, I don't use names in conversation. So that is something that is uh, perplexing to me because you know, if I'm trying to, uh, especially address people that I don't know their name, you know, I, I would default to I default to sir constantly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, miss I, is the safest. Miss, no. I, I, I've gotten no? shit for really? that. I feel yeah, like that's that, even worse. That's exactly. Miss is worse? Yeah, yeah. Miss, Miss. Uh, really? Ma- yeah. I, they're, at, at every incarnation of a female, uh, what is that, pronoun, it has yeah. has given me grief at some point. I mean, I don't take any offense to it, but I've seen other people mm. take offense to it. And I run into a similar situation because as crew, we're, mm. all, we're constantly surring each other. Yeah. You know? like, um, and then I get to one of my female crew and I'm like, well, <laughs> because like you're saying in California, yeah, ma'am is like absolutely not. You yeah. cannot say that. Ma'am, no. I've never gotten shit for calling someone miss. Maybe it's just that I've always sort of read the situation going in. And I've never mm. called someone a miss. Yeah. Like kind of a – like, you know, if someone didn't look like they would be the type of person who would want to be called miss, I wouldn't say the, miss. The argument – maybe, but I've never, been, I've never been given shit for calling someone miss. I guess the argument I've heard there is the difference uh, miss is as opposed to misses. And so then everything is reliant upon whether or not you are attached to a male. Oh, yeah, so maybe, that, but miss it, is still safe. It, or at it, least no, I thought it was. Well, miss is unmarried ma- uh, female. No, no, miss can apply to both. No, no. that's miss. Yes, it can. No, it can't. That's yes, miss. It's, yes, it's it miss, can. Yes, it's miss, misses, and miss. Miss is single. Yeah. Yeah. 
right? Mrs. No. Mrs. An unattached female. So you're saying, oh, so you're saying Ms. Ms. Is that's is, what I meant by by Miss is Ms. Is oh. Sort of. That's kind of what I meant. The MS. No, it's different than MISS. <laughs> I I know it might be. I know it's different on paper, right? When I'm saying it that way, it's okay. So Ms. Fine. Fine. What I usually say is put, put the umlaut in there. Right, Either exactly. way, you're gonna get yelled at. Well, that's the thing. I don't think I ever have been. Like, you know what I have been yelled at before is calling a girl ma- man. I call man. everybody fucking man, oh, yeah. Yeah. male or female. Guy, and I've had yeah. girls yell at me for calling them man. I've had girls yell at me for calling them dude. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm I say dude, everyone. It's, it's like, okay. yeah. dude, I, thought dude we were, is... I thought we were bros. <laughs> <laughs> Guess not. Yeah, I think of dude, guys, all gender neutral terms. Why for would me. It, why would a woman why would a woman be offended if I call them man or dude? I think that it comes back down to like people really focusing in on the words. Yeah. And okay. I think that I think that it's important that like people try and figure out when you're saying something whether you actually the intent. mean malice, you know? Um, and if you don't, if you're yeah. not trying to put them down, then they should probably just let it go. <laughs> so is is it on them or me though? That's the question. Because I mean, I, I I can control what I say. They yeah. can't necessarily control how they feel. Certainly, I think that if you say it you and they say I don't feel. like that, then it's on you from then on out. Okay. But I think it's weird if people just like go after you because you used a term mm. that you didn't actually mean to be disrespectful in any way. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Intent. Yeah. Intent. Okay. Like I I would say that that goes even to like curse words like. I feel like I can say fuck all day if I'm not like <gasps> saying fuck Don't you. You're more ladylike, Austin. you know. You know <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's that like finishing school didn't pay off. <laughs> not at all. My mom, if she ever heard this, would be crying. Um, so I think that that's uh, that's what it comes down to is intent when we're talking about words. When someone Im- initially calls you out on it, though, isn't isn't that sort of like sure at that point it is on me? But even still, if them calling me out on it is even that weird or bad or should they be calling me out in the first place um i think i don't know and how do you judge that intent to begin with right yeah judging the intent to begin with um i i you know i think i think somebody calling you out on it as long as they're not uh being a dick about it being a dick about it or a bitch yeah exactly what should we be calling you know mean women dicks and bitches, or, or can guys be bitches and there's a female connotation to I that in a weird sexist way? Like, what's you up even with that? say the C word? Uh, dick and bitch? No, just don't say that anyway. Um, I, maybe, I don't know. I love the C word. It's fun to yeah, say. Yeah, British it people rolls off the tongue, it. man. It's nice. Talk to me about pejoratives, bitches. What's a pejorative? <laughs> <laughs> I never. And, and to be clear, I obviously wasn't calling out Austin. I said that. <laughs> I was, I was using the term was bitch the, in the, general. The Jesse Pinkman the invocation. Jesse. Of exactly. I so just want to make that I will only use the word. clear with my two younger sisters and my mom probably listening about to fucking tear my jersey head off. Go ahead, Joey. Bitch. Uh, bitch. <laughs> I, I, would, I only use the word bitch in like the uh, Chappelle show way, like Kanichiwa bitches or like, hey, bitches, what's up, bitches? But I never ever would say it specifically to a woman. I think I would go out of my way to never even – Call a woman a bitch. That's probably not a good even, goal. Of course not, but I mean, like, never even be like, "Yo, what's up, bitch?" <laughs> Obviously, that's. <laughs> I would never even say that anyway. But um, I guess I would say it to my guy friends if it was only guys in the room. Isn't that sexist though? A little yeah, bit? yeah, it is. And when I, you I, edit what you're totally. saying based on your company, I not even so much is, editing. No, no, no I don't totally. mean. I don't mean the editing what you're saying. It's just that calling a guy a bitch has the connotation of you were being yeah, unmanly. You're being effeminate, right? Yeah. 
You're being a feminine. And you're being a, a little and bitch. It's insulting. Yeah. Yeah. Pussy. Uh, yeah. 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 Like even right now, what's his fucking name? Uh, Bill Maher. Bill Maher is always calling Trump a, a little bitch. Little mm. bitch. A whiny little bitch. Whiny yeah. little bitch. Yeah. I mean, now of course that has sort of a, a, a two pronged effect, right? Like currently, it's 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 sort of it's there to aggravate Trump because Trump is pretty fucking obviously sexist. <laughs> but like, like certainly, sure. The the context, all that, I I I def- definitely understand. But I mean, he he comes off at the very least as sexist. So he's doing it, you know, Bill Maher at least is doing it to do that. But is it not also well, the kind word of bitch, to women? The word bitch has kind of evolved, like like bitchin' yeah. or like bitched at. Bitch like, is Latin for generosity. Like, like bitched at is just kind of complaint, <laughs> right? I don't know. That's another sexist that's, thing, maybe. That's the thing. There yeah. it is right there. What like is, you're well, saying complaining is a, a feminine thing, right? What is? Like bitched at. Like you're bitching at someone. I got bitched yeah, at. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. That's why it has the the yeah. sexist connotation. Right. Is because All right, I'm not using it anymore. Damn it. Strike it. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> why though? Now you're being now you're being overly PC. I don't care. Whatever. It's safe. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing. Move. Yeah, that's kind of where I am too. Safest, yeah. That's kind of where I am too. Is that a bad thing though? I don't yes. understand why that's a bad thing. Why? Censorship is always bad. You're not censoring per se. You are because you're masking the idea. You're you're putting a paint of coat over something that is an, an actual underlying problem. Yeah, it's not it, an open conversation anymore. Uh, by not saying something that that might be offensive to someone though. Um, like we can certainly talk about the the any word, but right? You know I don't what I mean? think you have the right to not be offended. Um, I think that being offended is a a good thing, a a sort of um uh, a trial by fire. It is you know it is part of the right way of the world. It is how we how we learn our limitations. Um, you know the the idea that we should never be in pain or the idea that we should never feel bad or never be depressed or never have anything bad happen to us I think that is detrimental that's you know this this uh, trophy society that we've sort of crafted where everyone gets accolades and everyone is only talked about in a good positive manner I think is extremely detrimental to society why is it detrimental to society because it is a overinflated sense of self. It is a narcissistic inflate. So it fosters a me ego. generation. Yeah, I just think you're not preparing children for the world. Like, yeah, for reality. Know, reality is a bunch of shit's going to happen to you. And if you're getting offended, at small things like words and stuff like that, you know, maybe you can learn to deal with it eventually, and then move on to the tough what stuff and learn so- to deal with but, the tougher stuff. But what if the society? actually becomes in a sense that utopian element where we are sort of extremely empathetic and overly empathetic to the point that we care more about other people's feelings because all society, across the board more all societies are fleeting regardless of whatever we established for the next 10 years let's say let's say we do make it a safe society for the next 10 years that is not something that is going to be sustainable there is no such thing as a a completely sustainable where society where you why would you say that because everything evolves the only constant is change everything the, evolves perhaps but it can continue to evolve for the better. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to, and that's what I'm right. That, that, well, that's what I mean. You have to hedge your bets, and you have to be. I'd like to, to hedge it on the fact that it be continually gets better, and like, we can be more empathetic over time, right? And rather can, than assuming that we will. This not. is the the Bernie thing. We can strive for that. We can, we are aiming <laughs> for that, but we also have to hunker down, and we need to not cripple our citizens into thinking that anything that is affecting them or afflicting them is going to be, you know, the ultimate demise of society. 
people have to be able to overcome those hurdles. And if we completely remove all pain from society, then people aren't going to be able to grow. They're not going to be able to learn. They're not going to be able to overcome those things that will inevitably show up. We cannot Wait, create a perfect society. But only because society. you're claiming that it's, that it's going to inevitably show up. Okay, yeah. so this gets back yeah. to our like this how a, how far can you scary. tolerate intolerance episode that we were talking about that and just the idea of perfection, like you know the getting like the fucking matrix, like that is the idea that it's designed to be this perfection that even in its design of perfection, it is imperfect because it is not perfect. Why is the matrix a reference to it though? We can also talk about like a, a, like genuine philosophical ideas where we can foster the best society without just assuming that something bad included means that it will continue to get or means that it is now quote perfect i think sean your argument or sean fall your argument is that eventually society will collapse so why are we trying to improve it gradually no no my my argument is that in order to prevent it from collapsing in the future we need a society that is able to overcome obstacles and if we remove all obstacles in the upbringing of our children they will not be able to take on those things when they inevitably arise there is no such thing as perfection okay. going in out in oh, infinitum okay. let's in get more specific okay okay all i'm talking about here is trying not to <laughs> say words that offend people. I'm not talking right. about the collapse of fucking society. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so like, you, you know me, end, man. Everything is that slippery slope. I get slope. That, it's a ridiculous slippery skiing. slope skiing bullshit that he's fucking doing right now. He loves like, skiing. I, I've simply said, if there's a word that, defend, that offends someone, should we try to abstain from saying it as much as possible? No. Yes. Right, exactly. And your, your logic behind that is because society will crumble on its own perfectionism? It's, it's building immunity. It's when, you know, when you are the boy in the plastic bubble, you have no immunity to outside diseases. When you finally get outside of that bubble, every little thing will hurt you. Right. But OK, but what are the things that like, OK, so you learn to be offended by someone calling you a name based on something that you can't fix that. What is that preparing you for in the future? No, the, the idea is that you are. Let's so, just say fag. OK. You call a kid a fag as a kid, okay. right? And you're taking down an entire your entire class mm -hmm. of of uh, people with a particular gender or uh, what's it called? Sorry, um, sexual orientation. Okay. Right? So if we create a world that this child grows up in, right. where he is gay and no one has ever called him a fag in his life, mm -hmm. he has never encountered that sort of hatred, that sort of bigotry, and then at some point in their life, at some point in the real world, they are going to encounter evil people that are going to espouse these. See, things. that's the jump you're making. You're asserting the fact that there will always be people who essentially are are wow what's the fucking word uh fuck god um, damn it evil <laughs> sure evil but like antagonistic but homo, homo no god homophobic homophobic god damn it thank you <laughs> you're asserting the fact that there will always be homophobes in society where that could just be yeah, it, it, it could, could be eliminated wait, there could, yeah. yeah there could be it could be eliminated well, ultimately the, i I, well, I definitely think that the sense of other is something that is ingrained in humanity. And I think that we can intellectually fight those things, but I don't think that on a, uh, a, a physiological level that that stuff can be eliminated within a generation. That is something that, you know, we can strive for. Right. That's why we're starting. That's why we're, we <laughs> probably shouldn't call someone you're a right. fucking it, bag. You're right. It can't be completed in one generation. You're right. Yeah. That's right. why, we need that's to do why it. you start. You take the steps, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's that's all I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, if someone is offended by it, it's not just the fact that like, oh, we got to bully people to fucking train them because eventually some shit's going to go down and they got to be prepared for it. What I'm simply saying is that no, you you what you've said affected somebody right here and now mm-hmm. and and I think that you do have a right not to be offended. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, talk to me. Yeah, it's just freedom of speech. You, I mean, you're allowed to offend people. I didn't. Uh, that's not what I said. I didn't say you can't <laughs> offend people. I said you have a right not to be offended. That's that's no. the same thing. Yeah. But everybody has different levels of what they're going to be offended with. So how 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 do you uh, how not do you avoid it? Basically, everybody. You know what I mean? Like sure. you don't know what's going to offend me or offend somebody else. Sure, absolutely. I mean, we, we, but that's why you ask questions. Or just never you can talk. find out. You can. Well, you can find. No, you can say the things. Particular. You know. You, you try to John avoid. John likes the to avoid people. Yeah. Dude, well, yeah, that yeah, is my exactly. default. <laughs> that's your default. I mean, look. A hermitocracy. Yep. Yeah. Look. I mean, you you can you can turn off the TV if you're watching something that is offensive, right? And then of course there's the natural sort of progression of things where less pe- less and less people are watching it because mm. it's offensive, and then therefore it ultimately just kind of evolves itself out, like you were talking about. Yeah. Right. So you do have a right to turn that off. Obviously, I'm not suggesting that the people, you know, creating the offensive show don't have a right to have the show right. or say what you're saying that's offensive. But you're allowed you, to say whatever you want. In order for you to turn that off, you have to have been offended, essentially. And so for you to right. say that you you have a right to not be offended, the, to me, that's saying that you that, that show should not exist because no. it could possibly offend you. Okay, so I'll try to rephrase it then, basically. I, I understand. I, I, I've understood where you guys are coming from with it. I'm trying to you're phrase it. You're just being it a dick, the, as always. I'm not trying to be a dick. <laughs> no, he's devil's advocating. pig. I'm, no, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You're not. an asshole then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, asshole works for everybody. Got got one. There everybody. it is. Yeah. We fucking politinkering agreement. We found a non-sexist term for a dick <laughs> and a bitch. You're either an asshole or not. I don't think I'm being an asshole. If anything, I'm being the exact opposite. I'm trying to say like there are some snowflakes out there no, that I'm don't want to be asshole. offended. Yeah, you're the one being the asshole. Um, Plus, I, I don't remember what the fuck I was saying. Yeah, you hate my snowflakes. I, I love my snowflakes. Tinks. They're all called oh. tinks. You tinks. It's fine. Um, so okay. So I'm t- to rephrase. It's not that I think that you have a right not to be offended. It's that. Oh, God damn it. I don't know how to rephrase it. I don't know, man. Austin, help me out. <laughs> I mean, I think it's important that we don't uh, start taking every word that might offend somebody someday out of our vocabulary. Um, but then I think it's well, important. Words. that Exactly. Um, everything's going to offend somebody. Uh, but then I think it's it's important to be empathetic in our own interactions. Right. I guess that's what I'm going for. That's right. Ultimately talking so about. if I call you a bitch and you're like, I don't want to be called a bitch, then maybe I should bitch, stop right. calling you a bitch. I, right. yeah. I guess my problem there. Yeah, exactly. Is... And in that interaction, I have a right not to be offended. Right. 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 Okay. So I can walk away. Obviously, I can do whatever I want, and I, but I have a right to sort of. You, okay. You have, I have a right, right to, not to, to avoid. continue. Be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. I have a right to, to you know, to avoid. what is, Okay. Whatever. I don't know. I guess to me though that I guess that problem that I have there is the idea of where words come from in general. So I it it depends on where you're coming from this on if an idea is formed and then we apply a word to it or if we come up with a word and then find the idea that's appropriate for it. But I feel like if you start eliminating these words, the idea still exists and the idea will still find a way to be expressed. Um, it's like hmm, okay. if you're if you're gardening and you pull a weed out of the garden or you cut off the top of the the weed it's going to grow out another shoot somewhere else it's going to find a way to express itself to become part of that world again so it's it, to me starting at the word is the wrong place to go
no, we need to we need to get to the root of the problem. That's a very interesting perspective. Okay, cool. So then let's 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 go with homophobia. What because you know okay you're simply saying that I'm eliminating. <laughs> now you're equating gays to ghosts. Um, okay, so you're saying that we should still be able to say the f word, the f a g word. Oh, but not the fuck word. No, we should still be able to say the f a g word. But what we really need to get at is the heart of the issue. Okay, mm-hmm. so what is the heart of the issue then? Um, tolerating intolerance, I guess. I mean, tolerating intolerance. Uh, you know, just intolerance in general. Um, uh, no, the heart of the issue that that is behind homophobia. That's, that's what we need to. That's eliminate, a whole other show, right? man. Like, <laughs> that, oh, okay. That is. I mean, all right. So let's bring it back to feminism then. Using a different term. Well, no, I mean, it all it all makes sense because it's it's all part of that spectrum. Yeah. It's all you know the the idea of feminism is already embracing this idea of a dichotomous structure where we have you know two polar opposite genders where that's no longer the reality, and so we do have to sort of embrace that in our culture, or or, or do we? I don't know. I mean, is 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 that even? part of the discussion do we lump in transgendered with feminism or does that uh, shit not even transgendered is the right it's transgender not transgendered is, is that is do we include all of that is that its own movement do we have to separate those things it is its own movement it is its own movement i would say there there is an equality but you know what that that gets back to kind of our our core difference right now right which is that you think that the world is a melting pot and i'm com- i'm comfortable with it being a stew mm. like I, I i like the fact that people are different i embrace it you know what i mean because everybody has a different kind of perspective on things and those are the and every perspective um it, it's important to amplify all the perspectives and to be completely honest with you at times some perspectives need to be amplified more because those are the issues that matter so oh, in sure. the sense of feminism it'd be nicer to have women talking about it than men you know what i mean in the answer in in the question of trans so shut the fuck up precisely (laughs) precisely how how do you i'm curious austin and megan how do you feel what what are men's roles in feminism how should we what can we do to help yeah what can we do should we be involved should we be like marching alongside you should we take a back seat (laughs) yeah i mean i think i think that you have to be involved because it's a societal thing right um Unprofessional. The sound guy <laughs> had his phone on. I was going to say that mine is actually on silent for once. <laughs> My mom's calling, so I feel like it fits. Aw, <laughs> stop it, you. Do you want to pick up to see what your mom say about? I could put her on. You guys want to hear? Kind of. Okay, I'd like to hear her. I'll, I'll call her back. You, Austin, you talk. I'll, I'll call her back. Um, so I think that you guys do have to be involved because I think it's a, it's a, it's an issue for society in general. I mean, like we're talking about the whole idea that like uh, women are the ones that are the caretakers, you know, that stay home with the kids and stuff like that. I think that that's a change that we have to make as a society. Um, but I think that uh, we, like you said, bring a, a different perspective. Like I have a different perspective as to how it works than um, than you guys do, right? And so I wouldn't, I certainly would want to, for instance, uh, fight for transgender rights because I think that that's something that we could should change as a society. Um, however, uh, I can't bring any perspective as to what it's like to be a transgender person. Mm-hmm. So I think in that way, it's important that we have different cultural uh, groups because that's what makes our society so great, I think, is like all these different perspectives. But I think it's important that we as humans uh, change society together, I guess. I agree. I think they're natural allies. I think we need to realize that because like gender equality 
there's definitely a Venn diagram there with feminism and, and transgender equality. I think the same thing goes with civil rights. Like if you talk about the general civil rights for black people, obviously Asian people and Mexican people are going to benefit whatever minority there is. So I think it's the same thing. I think they need to more, you know, realize they're fighting the same front, I guess. Is that the deal? All right, I'm calling mom back. Right on. Are, are males and white people in power? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Me- Megan, do you have anything to say on as far as what, oh, I'm calling what, mom what now. guys can do? Okay, hold on. I'll hang up on her. Go, Megan. You don't have to hang up on her. No, let's talk to Megan. My mom no. talks to let's, let's talk to your mom. No, I, I agree with Austin. I, I don't really have much to add on that. Work. Go ahead, Joey's right. mom. Mom's <laughs> What's your mom's name? Uh, Nancy. She's a doctor. Uh, she's retired. Is she a female doctor? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we can ask That's her about the that. Joke. She's she's. <laughs> Damn it, mom. Uh, mom. Uh, I'll, I'll call her she, one more time. We'll give it one more shot. She's ignoring you. She's a doctor. <laughs> she's a busy woman. She's retired now. Oh, never uh, mind then. Why is she picking up? Are I'll we able up. to hear her? Hold on. Yeah, I'll put on speaker. I think we'll be able to hear. Should be okay. Other way. Yeah, yeah. That's where the speaker is. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, how you doing? Hey, mom. Aww. You're on the podcast right now. I hope you're okay with that. I'm in the what? You're on the podcast right now. You're being recorded. Oh, I- Hello. Hi, Nancy. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we're talking about feminism. Do you mind uh, giving us your perspective on feminism? Or maybe, how about yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. some experience you had in, in medical school, being a female in medical school? Uh, well, I'm, I'm a pro-feminist, obviously. Okay. What does it mean to you in, um, in the sense of maybe being a doctor? Well, things have changed a lot in the last 35 years. I, there was only 20 women in my class out of 180 men. Uh, now it's 50-50. Okay. Um, do you think that maybe being a woman is, is helpful for being a doctor or is it, is it, is it beneficiary? Uh, I think it probably is helpful because I think that men and women can talk to women physicians easier. I think <laughs> male, males talk to male physicians at a, more difficult when they talk about personal issues. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. I rem- do you remember you when you were about? Oh no! 12? Oh God! Don't don't embarrass me. So we much. weren't there, Nancy. <laughs> t- what, tell us about no, Joey. But I got you a, a male doctor, and you said you didn't want to. You didn't want a male doctor looking at your. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for embarrassing me. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, so, no, I'm saying do that. Do you remember that? I don't even know. If I, I guess I that. don't really remember that. <laughs> do you think that's legitimate, though? It's a legitimate concern? Um, no, I don't. I just think that, I think, I mean, I, I'm not a male doctor. I can't answer that question. Oh. I've never had any problems talking to males or females. Okay, fair enough. Do you guys have anything else you want to ask my mom? <laughs> I have tons, but that's a whole show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mom, maybe we'll have you on a guest as a guest later. Did you talk to your friend about the tuna? Uh, what, what do you want to say about the tuna? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Who's friend? Me? I, I, yeah, I, you. Oh, Sean, great. Hi. Sean, yes. I was eating spinach every day, <laughs> and I don't think you should be doing that. You're going to get mercury poisoning from that. <laughs> okay. I'm there done. Done. <laughs> Doctor's orders. No more. You got it. Thanks, Mom. You got it, Mrs. Funny. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Did you tell him? I, 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 I hear now. You just, you just did. You just told him. I, I forgot to. Thank you for telling him. Okay. And also, did you tell him that eggs are not pasteurized? That's right. I, that's true, actually. Yeah. They're not huh? pasteurized in America. They're pasteurized in Europe. They're not pasteurized. Never, yeah. never have been. Yeah. Okay. Dangerous. Don't be careful with <laughs> am that. I, am I being unhealthy? Am I unhealthy? I'm sorry. Okay. I'll, I'll shut up. No, tell me. I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> he, wants, he wants to know if it's unhealthy. Should he stop eating the tuna? Well, no, the tuna, I'll have tuna twice a okay. week, but not seven days a week. That's okay. just too much. Okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. Thanks, Mom. What about the eggs? 
sitting uh, I'm calling because I want to know if you wanted to come over tomorrow at around 1.30 soft coming. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it at 1.30. <laughs> thanks. But you can come earlier and do, you know, your laundry if you want. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. But anyway... It was nice talking to Sean and Sean. Okay. Thanks, you as well. And uh, take it easy. And uh, call me later when I'm not on the podcast. Right. Okay. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. Call your mother, Joey. I will. I love you, Mom. Bye-bye. I love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. That was my favorite moment oh, in the history of the world. That was fantastic. Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, you didn't tell me that your mom told me to, about the tuna? I forgot wow. about it. I was I'm going to fucking you. die now because of you. Yeah. That, you just took a, two weeks off his life. Yeah. Seriously, man. Mercury poisoning, man. You no should have known about the mercury. That's pretty obvious. I know it was. It's just convenience. It's, I'm, it's stupid of me. I'm bad. Right. So eggs, to, uh, to bring this back to a little bit more uh, uh, earthly topics, um, I, I guess my question is – um, kind of this notion that I brought up before that a lot of this stuff I feel to be a distraction. Um, I feel that, you know, the idea of uh, race dichotomy, the idea of gender dichotomy, I feel like a lot of that is is perpetuated to distract us from the real issues. So I guess the, the issue that I'm, I'm addressing is just economic in general. Um, this idea that, you know, uh, we need to change society that so that um, males and females Females are uh, both doing their this you know the same amount of uh, work at home or family type work in general. Is that is that not possibly a a distraction from the fact that our economy has gotten to a point where you can't have one person working and sustain a family, where we are to the point where you're you, both parents really have to work in in most cases in order to be able to to survive. Is 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 feminism at all to blame for that? Um, I mean, is is that something that we should even be taking into account? Should we be striving to have a a single family economic or a single person as a family economic engine? What is your question? <laughs> <laughs> Does feminism stem from the fact that uh, the uh, is it a a distraction from the fact that economy is the bigger problem? Is the problem that we're no the the feminism sort- is an element of uh, okay we, we the, the two aren't mutually exclusive like mm. the 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 economy is a is a large problem that we can address mm-hmm. you know what I mean and the, and who is the breadwinner and whether or not there needs to be two et cetera there's there's a question as far as how our economic society is run and there's a question of a perceived um, of a perceived misogyny. Or, or a very real misogyny inherent in the, it. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, a very real um, misogyny inherent in the system, in the systems, in the in you know whether the pay itself is equal or whatever, or and also just the treatment of men and women as far as equality. Those are two separate issues, and mm-hmm. I don't think that feminism is necessarily a distraction from the real issue. Uh, I don't think you can tie them together in that sense. Personally, what do you think, ladies? Is there any validity to that argument in general? Oh, look there. Sure. Of course, there's some validity to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like they're two separate issues. I think that our uh, economy is so out of control in general um, as far as uh, what's available to us versus what's available, what was available to, say, our parents or grandparents. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think that that uh, necessarily stems from feminism. I don't know. Side note, is it bad that I keep saying ladies? 
I don't like I genuinely, don't honestly. Th- I don't think so. But okay, I'm sure no, someone Megan? would take offense. You no, I don't. I, I don't care about ladies. I don't mean the phrase itself. I mean like when I pose a question and then just say "ladies" in the sense of I'd like you ladies to answer first. Is rather, that bad? Rather than addressing them by name or rather in than general, throwing rather than just throwing everyone. out to everyone equally gotcha. and saying like you know, oh, Sean, Joey, you have an equal. Well, we've, to, we've talked back to the question well, of pandering. we're like guests, yeah. so I feel like it's yeah. appropriate. Okay, cool. Certainly. Right on. Don't feel so self-conscious. It's okay. I'm checking in, man. I'm checking in. <laughs> checking in. That's what matters. I don't know if feminism is the cause of the our, our economy, um, of this situation that we're in. I do think that uh, we should. It's there needs to be a change because whether it's um, the male or the female going to work, I think as far as a family unit, when you have kids involved, it is uh, very useful to have one parent that is more free that doesn't have to be at work 40 hours a week. Um, I feel like that is a detriment to our society as a whole. And but we're in a society right now in our economy that. It, both people have to work or you're you're pretty much poor. <laughs> I guess the the converse of that question though is if you didn't have to work, would you be okay not working? If if your husband was, you know, independently wealthy enough to be able to be a primary breadwinner, would you be comfortable with that? Um, I probably like personally, I'd probably always be doing something. So if I didn't have to work, maybe I'd be working on something, you know, some sort of project, uh, uh, whether, you know, it's, it's for other people or for school or whatever. Um, so I probably would want to keep the activity level up, but, um, I do believe that, uh, it is beneficial to be able to have a parent available to the kids if you have kids. Sure. Can't argue with that. <laughs> um, you said something earlier, Shani. That was, wait, did anybody else have anything to say to that? Is, is, is feminism a distraction from the real problem, which is the economy? Any well, other states? Any other? Me- Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say that whatever the real problem is, whether it's the economy or. Okay. Got it. Okay. No. Right. The Illuminati. Cool. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I, 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 I'm okay. So you were saying that like. Could it be the case, or okay, I don't remember exactly how you phrased it, but you were saying that are some men more suited toward to for some positions and some women more suited towards other positions? Mm. Um, is is that any- the case? Is there any validity in that thought? Um, and, I mean, of course, you used a bad example as far as like women and servers, but like yeah. l- let's just say men, football players. Mm. Well, there are women football teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it is fair physically to pair up uh, men and women in sports. Okay. Well, well, how about like coal miners and stuff like that, and just gen- or like roofers, you know, or or construction workers. I think that the job should be open. If you're a woman and you'd want to be a roofer, then I think the job should be open to you. Right. But I don't. It- I don't think women are jumping at the chance to become a roofer, though. Yeah. Is yeah. it in- incumbent upon the roofing industry to change the way that they do things so that women are more enticed to become roofers to try and even that playing field? Or would it be better to have just as many women roofers as male roofers? Should there be affirmative action I, yeah, for would, roofers? Would no, there I'd, be a societal benefit? I, I'd say that it's about opportunity, coming back to opportunity. The opportunity should be there. If they can do the job, great. 
if they don't want to. I don't think we should have 50-50 roofers. You right. Know? It goes back to your, your point of like, you know, only hire women on your set. Right. That doesn't make any sense to me. You know? okay. But do, should you say like you need at least one woman on your set or you need at least one woman in your roofing business or something? I don't think so. I think, again, it comes back to opportunity. If you can do the job and you're the best person for the job, that's mm-hmm. the person that I think that I think that uh, it's important for us as society to try and make those opportunities available and to tell people, like, this is something that you can do. Um, I mean, I don't think that there's a lot of, for instance, uh, coming back to filmmaking, I I don't think that there's a lot of people in our filmmaking classes where the women feel like cinematography is necessarily something that they're suited for. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's that's the societal issue. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that gets back to the whole math and science thing of women just not being engaged from the beginning of education. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So are, are there any jobs that women are better suited for than men? Or better, or jobs that men are better suited for than women. Well, I, think I, I, yeah. I think doctor. Honestly, I, I, yeah. clearly, my, my twelve-year-old self thinks that. <laughs> as much oh, as yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Right. as much as I hate to demean I, I, that pref- that profession, it's it's anything customer facing. So you know, a, a doctor is right in the room with a customer, essentially. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, anyone that is dealing with the public, I think that is a a much more estrogen-driven profession and is definitely benefited from that perspective. Um, you estrogen-driven? Or, what do you mean? Uh, I, I was trying to be polite. I know. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, it is something that is uh, a, a better suited to a, a female employee. How is it better suited for a, for a female employee? It, well, in my experience, female— Or 2A or 4A? Uh, in my experience, female employees excel at those positions more so than males as much as their— um, uh, Could it not be the case that uh, women excel at positions in general more than men? Yes. You asked for a specific example. I did, but— I, God damn. <laughs> why do you paint me into these racist corners? Man? I'm not. I'm actually trying to open it up for you. <laughs> I help you out. I think, I think women excel in You're saying a that women excel more. at— Yeah, you're saying women, women inherently excel you, at customer service better. That sounds a little demeaning. That's the problem. You Really? I, yeah. Why? Uh, now you're demeaning customer service representatives. Yeah, what's wrong with customer service? Okay, maybe. <laughs> you know, We're saying it, women it, are better in men in certain things. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was saying my interactions with males in customer service is never as good as my interaction with females in customer service. I see. That And that is just my general experience, and I— Anytime yeah. dealing with customers in general. Yeah, isn't aren't aren't all isn't all business just dealing with customers anyway? No, there's business oh. to business. There's you know stockbrokers that are just uh, you know uh, throwing out uh, all sorts of uh, wheels uh, and deals, negotiations, and all that kind of shit. Well, I was thinking just the the more uh, non PC testosterone backroom talking sort of thing, but uh, yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so you're saying that women ultimately are better de- better at dealing with customers than men. That's I, what you were I was just giving that as one example of an area where gender does have a, an influence on your ability to do a job, okay. or uh, you know, by and large, ability to do a job. We're just talking uh, about the differences now. We're just yeah. saying how women differ from men. Okay, can, you're phrasing it differently. Can, can we phrasing can we agree that women and men are different? Yes. Is that okay to say? Yeah, uh, I you, I, so. I'd like to know what you mean by that. Exactly. You, <laughs> what does it, it depends on the definition of is, Mr. Clinton. Um, it's, it's, I'm always going to do it. You know me, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> the philosophy mind over here. What do you mean by that? What am I agreeing upon? You, you're agreeing, er, okay, that there is some sort of fundamental difference between men and women. You mean in, physiologically? Do you yeah, mean what psychologically? What yes. Mean? All of that. 
there is a there is a fundamental difference between men and women. Fly, period. Yes. I, can't, I I don't know how I don't I don't know how I can agree to that. I, it's just it's too specific to a, and broad at the same time. It's too difficult to answer. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> never know what call means. chicks broads. I just don't. God. <laughs> nice. I, I just don't know what you mean. I, I don't understand what you mean. Why don't we let really? Megan or, or Austin jump in? I, I mean, think there's a difference. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think there's a difference. Uh, like I said before, our thought process sometimes is different. Um, and I think that sometimes the way people perceive us is different as well. So, you know, you're saying I've always had great experience with a female customer service rep. That could also be your experience because uh, you just like the female customer service rep better. <laughs> that, that's certainly uh, a possibility, yeah. Uh, because, you a know. A more pleasing in, voice on I, the phone. Yeah, when I, when I had a store, I had male customer service reps. They were great. Um, but I also noticed um, – and the customers, if, if me as a manager, if I had to tell them no on something, um, they were a little bit more aggressive with me hmm. as a female. Mm-hmm. Um, that and or I was asked, "Well, is your manager here?" And I'd say, oh, <laughs> I, "I am the manager," that. and I'm telling you no. Yeah. Um, so that also could just be like your perception that that they're better at that particular position. How do you know men and women's thought processes are different? I think it's a. I think it's proven scientifically. Okay, it's. I, I agree. I, I yeah, agree, I which is hard to say because I don't know what goes on in a woman's head. I only well, know. Kind there's of what simple goes hormonal. On. There are hormonal differences. Yeah, I, yeah, I understand. I don't know what goes on in your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much like a woman's. I think James Joyce. James Joyce. James Joyce. James exactly. Joyce. James it's basically Joyce. that. It's Shakespeare. Pink, Shakespeare. Yeah, James it's, Joyce. That's more. That's about right. That's yeah. about right. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got backup now, though. I got yeah, Austin next. No, to me. Yeah, we could sing the whole thing right now. Uh, Austin, you said that you think that there I are mean, some I, fundamental differences. Yeah, I think there's differences, and I don't know whether those are, like we said, a result of uh, how we are treated in society or if they actually are differences that exist. But I think that that's part of what opening up opportunities for women is about, is bringing that different perspective. And I think that that's the important thing, is that there are two different perspectives and thought processes, and merging those will hopefully create a better society. So how do we open those opportunities without forcing the, you know, the, um, was that uh, affirmative action sort of idea? So if if you're against the idea of we should have an all-female crew, how do we open, how do, yeah, how do, as a society, how do we open those gates? How do we make that more accessible? I mean, I think that part of it is just uh, sort of changing the way uh, that we think about it, you know? So I would like it if when I show up to a meeting and they're expecting a male Austin, I don't get the shocked, oh my God. Uh, a pleasant surprise. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, a different perspective rather um, than, oh yes. shit, a female <laughs> Oh a female shit, a female camera. cinematographer. She obviously can't do her job. Um, Can she so... even hold the camera? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think that that's what it comes down to is just sort of changing the way that we think about it Mm. Um, and and sort of um, comparing people equally. If I get two resumes on my desk and one's a woman and one's a man, um, I would like to think that I would make an equal decision, but I don't know that that's always the But is there something – okay, but that's your personal decision. Yeah, is there a way we can regulate that? And should we regulate that? I don't know that it should be regulated. I think that what it is is a conversation that we need to have as a society and keep perpetuating so that it keeps getting put out there to give people equal opportunity. See, that's an interesting one too that I'm just thinking of now where it's like if you'll look at them – you'd like to look at them the same, right? Right. Um, I I almost think it might be be more beneficial perhaps to look at them 
differently for the for the benefits that each can bring. You know what I mean? Yeah, in other words, if saying. you need a female perspective for something, it would be better to hire a woman for that. I thought there was no difference. I didn't say there was no difference. <laughs> you asked me if there was a fundamental difference between men and women, and I asked you to explain what you meant, and then you, you stopped it's there. Call the penis? Sure. That's, yes. There is, that is the difference. There is a difference there. But I don't think there's a fundamental at its germ difference other than the perspective, perhaps. You know what I mean? I don't know what it's like to be a woman, but in the same capacity, I don't know what it's like to be a different Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Sean. And then I realized, oh, fuck, I do know exactly what it's like but to be a Sean. Isn't that and then neither of us like our names, do we? No. Boom. That's a whole I wonder other how many Seans do I like our names. Isn't that a fundamental saying? difference, a woman bringing however many years of experience? For sure. Absolutely. And if he had said that, I would have agreed. Uh-huh. I, was just, <laughs> I didn't say that there was not. Okay. I, I just didn't agree that there just flat out was. I wanted to understand what he meant. Um, so in any words, when, I mean, when I'm looking asshole. at two, <laughs> that's short and that's fair. <laughs> um, when, you, when I'm looking at two resumes, I, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't have a problem with looking at them differently if you're looking at the benefits and you're not being um, d- demeaning to one over the other. You know what I mean? It, it, even in the same capacity, it's like, oh, um, this man's going to be very assertive. That's not necessarily a good thing. You know what I mean? It, it, so it's depends on the job. Exactly. That's what I mean. Look at every single job and every single profession, every single situation specifically and and take care as far as as when it comes to equality, right? Ultimately, when, it, when we boil down to it, equality ultimately comes down to listening to as many people as possible from every different perspective across the board. Um, the, the, the more you do that, I would say the better society will yeah. be. Listen to everyone. Somewhere in the middle is the truth. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know either. Do you know Austin? I do not. Megan? No. <laughs> <laughs> when the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively politinkering with the show where I don't know, man. Way to give the guy the last word, by the way. <laughs> I don't know, man. Nope, Megan had it. I just. You're right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Now I don't know, woman. Oh my god, we're clipping. I don't know. Guys and girls and transgender. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know. Yeah, I guess we gotta change that uh, that subtitle there, huh? It's a stew, not a melting pot. God damn you! Melt whatever I want. My heart. <laughs> oh god. <laughs>